got your six with Professor J.R. Bell. up you know what time it is time to get down that rabbit hole of life that we're going to be living <coughs> everything that we do we do for you we stay in the zone you know it's that realm of what we're going to do that's right i know i know what time it is we're living life we're trying to be on this great plane of what of the existence that we're doing that's right as i your professor the great one, yes, the one that's always going to get you in your corner. I'm Professor J.R. Bell. Got you. We did. Today is another day that we're going to be down and we're going to be talking. But for right now, I want to ask you something. See, when you go out there and you look for a high-value woman, a high-value woman doesn't necessarily mean someone of value. Someone that look that, that has value. A high-value woman, people always think that has to have that look. Like she has to look perfect. No. Let me show you something. I'll give you an example. <coughs> There's two women. There's the woman that that's the woman that's in front of you. High value, good looking. Scale from one to ten on looks, ten. And then there's that woman, but she doesn't like you. She doesn't love you. She doesn't like you. She doesn't want to be with you. But you like her, so you're pursuing her. But then, right next door, there's this woman. On a scale from one to ten, she's probably about a five or six or seven, maybe an eight. That actually likes you. Here's what I want you to do. Listen carefully. Take this right here. This is game. Like the woman that like the woman that likes you, not the one that don't. Get that meaning. You want to be with the woman that actually likes you, not the one that doesn't. Because you're going to put all your energy into this one woman that um, that doesn't like you. You're going to give her all your energy and all your time. Because remember, I always say this. Time is money. Money is time. Wasting time, you're just wasting my money. And you don't want to be wasting money. So you want to invest all your time into someone that likes you, not the one that doesn't. Because... Don't give your energy into the wrong... Don't put all your stuff in the wrong basket. You understand me? Do that, okay? I stressfully say that. You want to put your eggs not in one basket. Keep them all in, not in that, not in that one basket. You want to make sure that basket is the basket that you like. Not the basket that you just... Like you think you like. Like like this, an example. You like Prada. You like Gucci. You like <laughs> you like Louis Vuitton. But you don't have Louis Vuitton money, but you want Louis Vuitton. But is it worth it? Is it worth it? No. Get what you can afford. Same analogy. 
trust me, get the one that likes you, not the one, not what you like. Reason being, because the one that likes you will be in your corner 100%. You get the one that you get the one that don't like you, all you're doing is just doing what you should be doing. You're thinking hard, don't you? And I'm serious. Because you want that person. You want to be in someone's corner. You want to be a ride or die person. You want to ride with that person. You want to be rocking with that person. You want that person to understand that that this is what... You want to be able to walk in that room and be able to open the door and say, this is who I'm with. This is who I'm with. You don't want to be able to sit there and just be able to be with someone that don't want you, that don't love you, that or... You don't want someone that's actually using you. You want someone that you can actually love. Your passion. Like, here's an example. Um, you want to be able to lay in bed with someone, and this person can actually... No, I mean, it's bad, but... Oh, hey, hey, we, we all are grown. And if you're one of my students in my... <coughs> in my lecture class, then you already know how I... You know how I get down. I get down, you know how I roll. If you know... The person that you know that you know how someone acts. You want to be like, you want to act with that person. You want that person, if that person is silly and funny and... I'll give you an example. There was this girl. There's this guy. He's with this girl. Guess what happened? This girl he's with, I mean, she's like, a scale from 1 to 10, she's a 10. You know, and scale from one to ten, she's a perfect ten, and she was just rocking it. You know, and everybody's just trying to. Everybody, everybody's trying to figure it out. You know. You know. Everybody's trying to figure it out on how they can do whatever they need to do to um, put themselves into perspective of what they want. I mean, you know, she's like this perfect person. But here's the problem. He took her out to dinner. He took her to, um, he happened to take her on a trip. They were on a trip to Texas. And he wanted to go to the Alamo. He wanted to go to Arlington. He went to Alamo, Texas. Because he wanted to go to this place called the Big Texas. So he so he so he was taking her there. She shows up and he walks her in and she goes, Where are you taking me? We're taking we're going here. She says, I don't want to eat here. This is not my kind of food. This is not my kind of this is not what I want. She goes, I don't want it. So, guess what? So he takes her, so he's wondering, like, what's going on? But I'm taking you somewhere you've never been. I don't care. I only do five stars. Six star, five star restaurants. I do Michelin restaurants. Exactly what she said. He looks at her, he's like, okay, you got Michelin and five star money? No, that's your department. He goes, but I told you, uh, you know me. 
you know how I get, you know how I am, and she just being so upscaly, bougie, and high end. She says, you know what? I knew you couldn't handle me. You couldn't afford me. You'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm all of this. I'm better. And she just, she said, yeah, I don't want to eat here. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go over, let's go to this restaurant. She looked at her phone. We'll go here. Spent, spent $2,000 on a dinner plate just for her, not him. He sat there and watched her eat it. Because he was like, okay. She said, this is what I'm talking about. Good food. And listen, she was just complimenting the food. Talking about the food was excellent. <clears throat> and guess what? Yeah. Yeah. And he, on the other hand, he was trying to explain to her he'd never been here because he's a sous chef at a restaurant. And he, that's how he met her, happened to be at a market and stuff. And he was at a market and he was talking about the food and everything. And he was telling her that this is what the food was. He was saying how great this food is. Saying that this food is awesome. And that, oh, what do you do? He says, oh, I'm a chef. He he wasn't lying. He's a sous chef, but he's a chef. She thought he was like the owner or something. No, when he went on a date, he said, I'm a sous chef. Oh, what's that? Second in command? Well, yeah. Well, I'll be able to own my own restaurant one, one day. Oh, one day. Oh, you don't have dreams of owning one? He says, I just got sous chef. Just got that position. And she's like riding him and stuff. And the reality was she wasn't for him. Um, there's this saying I tell everyone, and I will stress this to anyone. People are in your life for a reason or they're in your life for a season. You have to find out which one are they in your life for. Are they in your life for a reason or are they in your life for a season? If they're in your life for a season, what are they here to teach you? If they're in your life for a reason, what are they here? Are they there for long term or short term? The reason. I mean, the reason. Season is just summer, winter, spring, or fall. Yeah. What are they there for? And why are they there for that reason? So he gets back, he gets back to his he gets back to where he's from. Um, she goes, you know, uh, it was alright. That food was okay. That place was kinda okay. What no five star restaurant. But she was like, he goes, You picked the restaurant. Yeah, I know I picked it. Because you can't pick no good restaurant. No. No. I did pick the restaurant. I picked the restaurant. The one that I picked. Because I wanted you to go there. Because you were complaining about. You wanted a Michelin and five star. That place that I picked. That you didn't like. Because you never. You were like I don't want to eat here. Yeah. The chef who owns that. He's a Michelin executive chef. And that's a five stars. Yes, and it's on J.D. Powers. Has six trophies from J.D. Powers. It's one of the best Texas restaurants. One of the premier restaurants. Just by being seen there, you will be on. You will be seen with who's who of all famous people go there. And he was like, you know, Beyonce, that's her favorite hangout. Did you love Beyonce? And you said that she's one of your favorite. Rihanna goes there. But you don't go there because... You don't like it. But that's Rihanna's and Beyonce's favorite place when it comes to Texas. Beyonce lives in Texas. She takes a trip up here. Her picture's on the wall. Wall of Fame. 
but no, but this is not your restaurant because, oh, ugh, it's beneath you. That, that's a five-star, that's a five-star restaurant, and it's a Michelin restaurant. Yeah, that barbecue, that little Texas place is a Michelin restaurant. Tried to tell you that, and you did not want to hear it. You say, I'm lying and stuff. Take a look it up, look it up, look it up. That's what I was trying to tell you. You didn't want to look it up. You was like, I don't want to go here. I'm going to go somewhere. So we went wherever you picked. And what you picked wasn't a five-star. What you said it was, wasn't. You said it was the best place ever. It wasn't. That was. That was highly recommended. That restaurant wasn't. Oh, but you love this place because of the price. You'll see. You'll see. We're done. I'm done with you. It's over. We're done. Have a nice one. He walked out. He walked away. She goes. She goes back and she looks up. The restaurant he picked was a Michelin restaurant. The executive chef was a Michelin chef. Two-star Michelin chef was a two-star Michelin chef. And that restaurant was five stars and was on the recommended guide for the travel guide for Forbes. Forbes travel list and restaurants, that was one of the premier restaurants they recommended. The Steakhouse. The Alamo. In Arlington, Texas. Yes, the Big Texan. The Alamo. Arlington, Texas, the Big Alamo. Whatever. Yes. The Big Texan. Yes, the Alamo. Yeah, that restaurant was the premier. She literally could kill her. She could choke herself. She's all like, Argh. yeah. And then he, he ghosted her. He, he stopped talking to her. We didn't accept the phone calls. He just left her alone. A couple days, I say about a month later, he's busy. He's busy at a farmer's market. He's at a farmer's market. And when he's at a farmer's market, he's working. He's at a farmer's market working there because he's getting, because at work, he's looking for stuff for the, for the restaurant. He ended up bumping to this this girl owns a garden. She owned a um, urban garden. She called it. She owned a um, urban veggie garden that that has everything organically grown. And there were some vegetables that you could not get, but they were like like organic, high end um, vegetables that you couldn't get anywhere unless you order it from like from France or like France, Germany, Sweden, places like that. And and so she sits there and he tells her he tells her he goes we're good and he's telling her he's like I, I just really wow he says these are all the stuff that I can get in France and Germany because when I went to culinary school I went there and she goes, oh, no, no, I, I grow these here. I organically grow them here. How the hell you organically grow this stuff here? And he's talking to her, telling her things like that. Listen, let me tell you what she did. Well, she told him that she's a, she told him that she's an exec, told him that she's a, um, a personal chef. She went to culinary school. She went to Le Cordon Bleu. She went to Le Cordon Bleu in New York. And while she was there in the one in New York, she got her culinary degree from Le Cordon Bleu in New York City. Then from there, she went to Vermont, to a small culinary school in Vermont. And she went there. She got her degree. She got her culinary degree. 
and Le Cordon Bleu and then went to Vermont to further it, to get her bachelor's. While she was there, she got her master's degree in culinary arts. From there, she went over to, with her master's degree, she went over to Canada to take up botanicals, to take up botany, plants and garden, herbalist. She wanted to be a botanist, she wanted to be a botanist. She knew about plants and stuff. So while she was there, she <coughs> got her PhD in culinary arts with a study in plants and botany. So she came back to her city. She took a trip, took a year off, took a trip to Europe. Got all the seeds that she wanted for these exotic um, edible plants, that edible veggies and stuff. Came back to the city and she built an herb, she built her own organic garden. She built an indoor garden. She went and built an indoor hydroponic garden. Yes, and she grew her own foods. She grew all her foods. Everything was grown there. Yes, everything was grown. Hydropon- everything was grown. All her veggies, everything was completely grown. And she <laughs> and she, everything was grown and, and that's what happened. And guess what? She was in awe. Everybody was like, what? He was like, what? Yes. The same prices that, she, that they spend for getting the stuff over there, they can get it here. Oh, not half the price? It's the exact same price. It's just that she didn't charge them for shipping. <clears throat> she kept the prices the same as they do in Europe. But just not not the shipping charge. She just said free shipping. I'm local, and that's what happened. And then she got that. See what I'm telling you that students is that he told her, "Can you come to my restaurant? And I want you to look at what I need in my restaurant." She goes, "I can be there. Um, what time you? What time your restaurant open? Our restaurant opens at. Um, um, we open our doors at. We do lunch and dinner. We do lunch and dinner." Mainly lunch and dinner. That's all we do. We don't do breakfast, just lunch and dinner. I'm there at 6 in the morning. I'm there at 7 in the morning, but I could be there at 6. She says, I'll be there at 6. 6, he comes there. The executive chef never gets there that early. So he comes there and he brings her there. She opens the door. He lets her in. She looks around at the menu. She says, I could do all of that. I have all of this. I have all of that. None of that stuff you can get. You can get rid of all that stuff. From from the um, food vendor, you can get it all from me. And it's um, fresh. You don't have to wait. So, like, let's say she named you. Let's say you run out of this vegetable. This vegetable. I can actually make, I can actually drop that off because I'm local. Let's say you have a contract with me. You run out of, say, these onions. I can actually bring those to you and deliver it. What it I can do what you call PO. You order, so let's say you order, um, let's say you order four dozen Let's say you order 20 dozen um, onions, okay? I bring you four dozen, okay? You've got 20. I bring you, let's see, I bring you four dozen. I bring you four dozen. You order 20, I bring you four. I will keep the remaining dozens. The 16 dozens, I will keep. I will keep those in-house. When you need them, I will bring, I will deliver them. I will deliver them to you. Yes, Yes, I will deliver them to you. She looks at me and she goes, and he goes, deal. The moral of that story is the more they started hanging out, the more they got everything together, they actually did something great. Hold on. All right, I'm back. The more that thing is, what I'm saying is that the more they hung out together, the better they actually felt. 
And the more they got closer, the closer they got together, the more people understood them, the more people started, they started noticing how he was always there. And the executive chef was like, really, the executive chef was like, he never, the executive chef never knew. He was always like, wow, the, the food, the food cost went up just a little bit. I say the food cost went up by say, um, say the food cost went up, say by $5, you know, per item, five bucks. But in the long run, um, nothing spoiled. Everything was fresh and it was like as needed. Like they, he said like what you normally order, he would, she, he says like, keep your same amount that you normally order and then watch what happens. So they kept the same amount. She only delivered exactly what they needed for that day. And they would order, say, this amount. She drop off, say they order 20 pounds, say they order 20 pounds, she drop off five pounds. And that'll be for that day. And then she would say the 15 pounds she would keep. When you need when you need more, I will bring it. I will deliver it. Don't worry. It doesn't matter when, I will bring it. And I remember the executive, um, he was telling me, he said, the executive chef said, Tester, one day they had a private party. They, she dropped off five pounds. They ordered 40. They ordered 20 pounds. They dropped off five pounds. And it was like whenever they needed. So they had five pounds left. And the executive chef says, I need, okay, five pounds. We paid for five. He says, I need, 50, I need 10 pounds. She, she bringing five, but I need 10 more pounds. He says, see, if we would have, he was, the executive chef was like, see, if we would have had that vendor, we had the vendor order it, we could order it, and we would have had extra and all this stuff. And so the sous chef calls and says, hey, I need 10 more pounds. She says, I got it. I'll bring it, I'll bring it on the truck. I'll bring it, I'll bring it. So she brings the extra 10 pounds and drops it off, fresh. Executive chef goes, oh, wow. Ooh, oh, she says, there you go. Got it. You're good. And then she leaves. And he says, oh, yeah, I noticed you need this because you're running out of this, this, and this. So there, here's your other stuff. Because you're doing that. Um, is that the dish you're doing? What dish are you doing? Yes, I got this. Here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. And she hands it to him. Walks out. They were like, wow. It's like you know me. Executive chef's like, you know me. It did. More or less story. The reason why I'm telling you about what happens at the restaurant is because, listen. The more they got closer, they kept getting closer and closer. One day, she asked him, she says... You ever thought about owning your own restaurant? He was like, I thought about it. I just don't have the capital to open my own restaurant. She says, you ever thought about doing a pop-up? He says, what do you mean? Let me show you something. Downtown, there's this, um, there's this alley. There's this little alleyway that's empty. And it's owned by such and such um, company. They own the building on both sides. But in that alleyway... People have known to use that for pop-ups. She says, how would you like to, um, you know, have a pop-up there? I don't have, I, 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 trust me, I can borrow. I got friends that have, I got some extra stuff, equipment. I got some equipment, y'all can, you can get equipment here at the restaurant. She was like, um, you can use the stuff at the restaurant. Ask your executive chef to do a quick pop-up and, and ask him to help you. You never know what you might. She said a closed mouth won't get a closed mouth don't get fed. So 
she's like, he's like, okay. He goes to his executive chef. He goes, hey, chef. He's like, what? I want to do a pop-up. He says, a pop-up? He says, well, okay, well, what's a pop-up? What do you mean, pop-up? I want to do a pop-up restaurant. Oh. And I want to serve new dishes that, the new dishes that, that are not on the menu. Something that we create, me and you, with our heads. Something that's totally different. Stuff that we create. Stuff that you created. He said, remember when um, when I came to your house for that? Um, remember when I came over to your house and you invited me over with your wife and stuff? And your wife was having this. And you wanted me to help you? And you was making these new dishes that there's not a, that's not at the restaurant? Because, you know, the owner says only use, only serve what, you know, that's the, yeah. Let's do those pop-ups, do that stuff. So the executive chef says, okay. They opened up that pop-up, served all those new dishes. Everybody was asking the executive, everybody was asking him, where can we get this food at? The executive chef's like, they really like it. He's like, yes. Uh, and they like my stuff too. He says, executive chef says we should go in together at a restaurant. I want to open up a restaurant. Executive chef says we need to open up a restaurant. And we got to find a location. We got to get people to come there. We got to find a location. We need a location. Really good location. They found one. No raggedy building. He says, okay. Executive chef was like, um, I got this amount of money. I can I can pay the monthly. I can pay the opening and closing cost. But I don't know about the monthly um, rent. He goes... Well, I get paid this much. And he says, well, let me go ask this. Let me go ask that. Um, let me go ask my um, farmer. So he goes to the girl and he asks her, do you want to be partner? She goes, okay. So she became partner. And then became partners and more. Because the more she was around, the more they got close. The more they got close. He One day he looked and he thought, I can't see myself not seeing her. I love seeing her every day. She makes me smile. So he got on one knee. He just literally, he thought that if I take a gamble, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I, he said, I'm just going to ask yes or no. So he gets on one knee and he asked her, will you marry me? And she, first thing she said was, she says, why do you want to marry me? I'm nobody. He says, you're nobody, but you're somebody to me. And she goes, done. Yes. Sure. She was like, she was like joking. She was like, sure, I'll marry you. I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know why you want me, but you want me, sure. We get married. And she married him. And they live happily ever after. Yeah. See what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. True love. See how long it took. But see, like I said, you don't want the one that's in front of you. Don't chase some don't, don't, don't chase after stolen moments or, or long life dreams. Chase after the, go after the one that loves you, not the, not the one you love. It's like an example. Don't go after, um, don't go after Beyonce if Beyonce don't love you. Don't go after Mariah Carey if Mariah Carey don't love you. Don't go after Krishan if, if she doesn't love you, but she only loves Blueface. You see what I mean? You know what I mean? Don't go after Taylor Swift if Taylor Swift don't love you. You know, you don't want to go after someone that's, that don't love you. You want to go after someone that loves you. Loves you, likes you, appreciates you. The reason why I say that is because you want someone that will that will do stuff like um like an example, uh hey, bring me some toilet paper. I need to I'm out of toilet paper. 
open the door and that, and that person's on the toilet and telling you to come on in. That's love. Or that person laying next to you and sits there and passes gas. That's love. That's when you love someone. You truly love someone for that, okay? All right? So I'm telling you, that's what you want. Do that, all right? Because that's, that's the only way you're going to make yourself happy. I'm just I'm just saying, all right? Yeah. That's how it is, okay? I, I'm telling you. Hey, listen. I need you to, I need you to do me a favor. I'm only, I'm, I'm only going to ask at the end of my podcast. I'm going to start asking. I need you to help me with the algorithm of my podcast. Um, if you like my podcast, like it and share it. That's all I want you to do. If it has a comment section, leave a comment. But other than that, just like and share. What that does, that tells the people who, who um, does my podcast that you want to see more of my podcast. Also, subscribe to my thing. Put a favorite on it. Like it. Follow it. So you'll get the notification. Follow it. Follow it. You don't have to worry about, oh, let me get notification. Just follow me. If you don't want to, if you don't want the notification, but just follow me. All I ask. The reason why I want that is because that's how they let that's how the that's how the people, the powers that be that do the algorithm know that you are liking my podcast. Even if you listen one time, just even if you're never gonna listen again, but maybe once or twice. Still follow and like or whatever and leave a good comment if it has a comment section. If it don't, don't worry. Just follow me on all platforms or where I'm at. Please. That's what I want you to do. Okay? Because you need to follow me and I want you to follow me because that's the way to let them know that my podcast is relevant. That's how it stays relevant. All right? I got to go. I got to take care of some bills. But I'll catch you in the next podcast. Trust me. I will catch you. in the next episode. Bravo 6, Going Dark.